2016. This is interviews, music reviews, and more. This is, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We're rolling audio here today on a special rewind edition of The Hotter Show. I hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button. I am back from the dead a little bit, so to speak. Man, I finally got COVID. It took two and a half-ish years, but the vid finally got your boy after I was honestly kind of convinced I was never going to get it. It got me and kicked my ass for about seven days. As I record this, I'm on my eighth day, and as you can hear, I'm still pretty stuffed up but otherwise am totally fine. So yeah, sorry for missing uh, an episode there, but unfortunately that is just how the cookie crumbles. So I wanted to reach back and give you guys some content this week here from the Harder Show archives. And I picked a really fun conversation with my old buddy, Bum Wine Bob. Now, if you are not familiar with Bum Wine Bob, Bumwine Bob is, he's really like your everyman drinking and is a Bumwine connoisseur. And he brings you some of the best bottom shelf and budget beverages in the world. And he has everything that he covers from Bumwine, obviously, beer, 40s, malt liquor, all that stuff. He's been rocking and rolling since 2014, bringing you the best of the worst in cheap booze. And you can check his website out at bumwinebob.com for tons of content. Like there's there's stuff that he covers exclusively, like his Night Train stuff, the Four Loco. He has a podcast, Bumming with Bobcat, that is still rocking and rolling. He has Bumwine Bob Beverages, Bumwine Bob Eats, Bumwine Bob Sports. He's got a shop. You can check his stuff out. He does a battle of the booze every year. I have so much respect for Bob and his whole kind of empire, I guess, so to speak, with what he's been doing since 2014. I have such mad respect for him. He's a great guy and someone that I would love to uh, to link up with again soon. It's been too long since Bob and I have had a chat. We do keep in touch a little bit once in a while. We'll compliment each other's stuff. And I always, uh, I always do follow him, but it'd be great to uh, link up with him. And I really enjoyed this chat with him. I was on his podcast too. It was 2018, so it was like four years ago. Same with this conversation. Going all the way back to episode 170 for this one. This is a hell of a rewind, but it was a lot of fun. And I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation. Obviously, it was four years ago. A lot has changed in the world and with Bumwine Bob. But the one constant he still has, of course, is bringing you the best of the worst in cheap booze. So check out bumwinebob.com and enjoy my conversation here today on the Hotter Show Rewind with Bumwine Bob. Let's go back in time. All right, so I figured the best way to start off the harder show uh, with my guest, Mr. Bumwine Bob. I figure let's uh, let's get myself a nice Coors banquet. You guys can't see it, but I'm showing the camera right now. Hopefully, Bob, you can see that because um, <laughs> uh, it's funny because we actually. When I first discovered the wonders of the world of Bumwine Bob, um, this beer was a recommendation at the time. 
and I'd never tried it. And I figured, uh, I tried it and it's like become one of my all time favorite beers. I love this beer. I drink it all the time. So I figured I would bust it out right now here on the show. Mr. Bumwine Bob, what's up, man? Oh, you know, I got my banquet beer here as well. So we are on the same page tonight. Awesome. Just, uh, I did crack open a few already, so uh, but but I, hey, I got to catch up. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. We're we're still we're still going here, but yeah. But thanks for having me on here. Uh, it's been a long time in the making, but we did it. We're here. We're we're rocking. <laughs> so I wanted to get that uh, that open in there. Yeah. No, I always <laughs> do the same thing too. If you listen to my show, I'm like getting the can right up to the microphone. You know, get the. Le- you know, the legit, you know, the pop there. That is so good. Yeah, I mean I'm drinking uh I'm drinking bottles here tonight. The the nineteen thirty six the stubby bottles. So oh, these yeah. are the I guess uh, a little bit fancier, I guess, so no uh, no pop in here. I mean I guess if I twist the cap off the next one I can uh put that up <laughs> to the mic. It. Yeah, you, you can get it kind of close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm drinking the uh, it's the four thirty uh, four seventy three milliliter um, tall boy can, and uh, yeah, it's just funny. I was I we sat down to do this, and we've been planning to do it on this day for like I want to say at least two weeks, three weeks, maybe. I think. Yeah, yeah, just about that. Yeah. And I I I'm sitting here like I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, great. I got my my setup all ready to go, and I think everything is good. And then I I go. Oh shit! I don't have any beer. <laughs> uh, true, uh, true hotter show fashion. I then had to run down to my local uh, liquor LCBO store and uh, pick myself up a couple of tall boys and rush back because I was like, I don't want to make them wait. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, uh, yeah. I, uh, well, so I, I planned ahead enough that I stopped on my way home from work today. I stopped and picked up a uh, a six pack of. Uh, of some banquet beers to enjoy. I mean, I have I have plenty of other beers on hand to enjoy, but for this special occasion, you know, it's always a great time for a banquet beer. So oh, I mean, absolutely. why not why not enjoy it uh, with you here tonight? Oh, for sure. And I mean, it's it's um it's just funny. You're probably going to hear me say a lot tonight, guys. Like, oh, this was so long in the making and everything. But uh, just I wanted to kind of tell a quick story about how we kind of got linked up. Um, because it was actually technically through Mike's and Beers, which was a show at the time when we kind of met up that I did on the Hotter show as a, it was kind of like a side, uh, side project in a way. It was like a kind of an uncensored Hotter show where we drank and just talked about beer and good times and just made dirty, stupid jokes and uh, <laughs> all, all that fun stuff. Um, and just, I found your website, and you know, if you go on uh, bumlybob.com, um, <laughs> you'll you'll see like he's got so much content, and I was just blown away. But as I was saying earlier, uh, the banquet beer was his drink recommendation of the week, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna hit him up, and I hit you up, and you were a solid as hell, dude. And I'm uh, I'm just super grateful for uh, to, you being able to keep up this kind of contact we've had over the last you know i'd say almost about a year a year or so now i would think yeah it's probably even been uh yeah probably even longer longer (laughs) than that yeah i know uh so when i was looking back at my our messages back and forth the first one i had was from june of 2017 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that we were probably, you know, maybe sending tweets back and forth prior to that. (laughs) Oh, probably. Probably Uh, retweeting stuff. Yeah, before saying like, hey man, you want to, you know, you know, do a podcast together sometime? And then I know... Right after that, I constantly saw you, you were posting, you know, pictures of you, you know, recording your podcast, holding the, you know, the banquet beer can in yes. your hand saying, oh, this is the, uh, you know, the Bum Wine Bob recommendation and, you know, one of my new favorites now and, you know, giving me the, the props and the thank you. So I'm like, man, that that's cool if, you know. If just one person, you know, <laughs> reads one of my reviews and takes one of my picks of the week and then gets a new favorite out of it. Hey, you know, I feel like I've done something right with my life. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure there's lots of people that can attest to that. And I mean, you can ask pretty much anybody in my immediate life. Uh, the cores is most of the time what I always go for. So genuinely, you know, you uh, you turn me on to a beer I'd love. I do have kind of a new favorite lately, um, but we'll probably talk about that a little later because I want to learn a little bit more about you and about just kind of this whole um i was about to say crusade not crusade but uh, <laughs> i guess kind of kind of a crusade yeah, this I crusade guess, you know? of of um turning people on to your drink recommendations and how to get the best bang for your buck which from what i can kind of understand of what you do with your website and that um in your blog and your podcast that's kind of what you're going for is that correct yeah pretty much for the most part i mean the whole thing started from uh the world of bum wine and for anybody out there who might not be familiar with it and most people usually aren't uh you know is any uh cheap fortified wine uh probably people out there know your md 2020 your cisco Wild Irish Rose, uh, Thunderbird, and Night Train Express. That's your top five bum wines. Uh, And it really started with that because somehow I kind of got on a kick of drinking this stuff. You know, it's high alcohol content, a lot of sugar. It gets you like this rush that, you know... The, the buzz you get from it is different than <laughs> than most things you can drink out there. And kind of from from there, even a couple years prior to starting the website and then eventually a podcast, uh, it was just like any time I would start going out places, I'd be looking around saying, oh, you know, what's, you know, something cheap to get to drink? And, you know, oh, that's 99 cents for, you know, uh, a tall boy. All right, I'll take I'll take one of those, and it just kind of grew and expanded on itself from there. Well, it's funny because hearing even you know paying ninety nine cents for a tall boy, as I am Canadian, um, <laughs> I I think our beer prices vary quite a bit. Because I'll hear you talk, even just the podcast you did um, with uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name right now, and I I feel so bad because they were such entertaining dudes. I think it was 8-Bit Bros, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you just did it uh, fairly recently. Um, The podcast you did with them, it's funny because you guys talked a lot about paying this much for this beer and all. I I paid like six bucks for a six-pack, and I can't remember who it was. They were like, oh, that's outrageous. And I was like, (laughs) what? I paid – I have three beers in front of me right now, okay? I have two Coors Banquets and then one kind of Canadian local brew. Um, And – 
I was, I think my total was like 10 bucks or so, give or take. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not up on the, the, the U.S. currency to Canadian <laughs> currency yeah. uh, uh, it ratio. It probably evens out. It probably evens yeah. out, I would yeah. think. But uh, it just, to me, it seems so outrageous. <laughs> the difference. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. Once you start dealing with the money and the price, and then you're going into different countries, you're like, like, what is that? <laughs> How much are you paying for this? Like, right. what the hell? <laughs> you're like, you're really paying that much money, you're man. You're getting ripped off. And then you never know, right? Like it's coming from the standpoint of like me, like I'm not sure how much you pay for a, uh, a Coors Banquet tall boy up where you're at, but uh, I'm paying, I paid like $2 for this one here. So yeah, that that's about, uh, I think, cause when I was looking today, when I picked up a six pack, I was looking cause I bought a couple uh, tall boys of some other things that will be uh, coming soon to bumwinebob.com awesome. for some reviews. And, I saw the Coors Banquet uh, Tall Boys, and I think I think it might have been a dollar ninety nine uh, for That's for one right. of those. Yeah, yes. But I was like, I was like, eh, you know what? Let me. I'll spend. Uh, I think it was like six. Might have been six ninety nine for a six pack. So it about evens out compared to the Tall Boy and then the regular uh, bottles that I got. So I was like, eh, all right, we'll do that tonight. You know, switch it up a little <laughs> bit. Oh, for sure. And I mean, like, there's something to be said for enjoying a good, cheap beer. You know, like I, one of a beer I used to drink all the time is called JR. Um, it was kind of known, it's known in like on Ontario, Canada, where I'm from and that, like as being a really kind of cheap, like college beer almost. But um, for whatever reason, I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, hey, there's no, and nothing wrong with that, at least, at least oh, in my sure. view. And that, that's kind of what. I preach too, and when I have people on my show where we talk, I say, you know, this is a judgment-free zone. You can drink what you want, cheap, expensive. I mean, if you want to be expensive, I'm not going down the expensive road. But you won't judge yeah. if people do. No, no, no. I have I have many friends that are big into you know the craft beers of the world, or not so much. Uh, not so much fine wines, <laughs> I'll say more, 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 more craft beer drinkers, and and yes, every once in a while I will, you know, have a craft beer or something a little bit fancier, but you know, the bread and butter of everyday life is, you know, uh, sometimes you don't like to call them cheap beers, but you know, we'll say you know budget beers, you know, for those of you, you know, you know, trying to get your best bang for the buck, like we said. Oh, absolutely, and I mean. Even on that same standpoint, if someone is really cheap and they want to uh, create their own beer and brew their own beer, um, <laughs> I was laughing listening to you guys talk about that as well. Yeah, and, and I then I said that you know it's on my list of of things to do is that I have a <clears throat> one of those home beer brewing kits, one of the not the cheap like the cheap kind, not the high not a high class one, but kind of in the middle that I got a couple years back and. It's been sitting in my basement under my uh, my bar, and I've been, you know, every once in a while I go down and I look, and I'll be like, you know, one of these days I gotta try this out and try to brew my own beer and just see how it it turns out. Because who knows? Maybe I could be onto something. Maybe uh, we can we can get something new. Well, I mean, I can tell you right now, if uh, if you hit me up and say, dude, 
I have created bum wine beer. I'm like, I'm in. I'm I'm buying it. You know what I mean? I know. With that, and then the creating my own, uh, my own, my own wine is the other thing. And if you listen to the show uh, this past, we were talking about the old uh, toilet wine and prison wine. (laughs) Were you going to get a stainless steel toilet bowl? I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So, so I have a lot of things on my list here to do, and. I just kind of it's the whole follow through is what it comes down oh, to all sure, this yeah. time and, and and you know how it is too I mean I know you're you're a man of uh, many many podcasts and and things yes. like that so I know how you know when you, you kind of have an idea but then kind of go off on a different tangent sometimes so so we'll see maybe maybe by the end of the year that's what I'll hope for to to try out some of these ideas I have well, that would be cool because, I mean, you've got tons of stuff on the website and that. I mean, even just looking at from the standpoint of merch, I have yet to and I'm uh, I- I'm holding it to myself that very, very soon I'm going to get myself uh, some nice uh, bum wine bob koozies because I need them. <laughs> and especially for Mike's and Beers because uh, it's its own podcast now, I think that, it's a, that is a no-brainer <laughs> to make that crossover happen. Yeah. Um, because I need some koozies in my life, you know. I need to keep my beers cold. Because even sitting here right now, you know, they're getting uh, they're getting a little warm, and it would be it's, nice to have a. It's what happens. It's uh, I know it's it's the time of year. It's the perfect koozie time of year. Now, Absolutely. once the weather starts getting warmer, uh, you got to keep those those beers cool. And and I don't have any on hand at the moment because I sold out of the last bunch that I had. But if the demand is out there still, and and people want some more, then I can get some more uh, some more brown bag koozies in development, and get them out there for for people. And and they're out there. If you check out the website, you can see many pictures out there of them in action. So if you see them and you say, "Oh man, that's awesome! I want a brown bag bum wine bob koozie," I mean, feel free to to let me know. And if people say they want to order some, then I'll I'll do it up and, and get them out there. And they come in can and 40-ounce size, so you can keep your 40s cold, too, in uh, in these hot summer days. Oh, for sure. Well, and that's um, I this, the first time I saw those uh, those koozie bags, man. I, uh, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was great. I and said, that's just, that's just great marketing. Like, yeah, people, awesome. people love them. <laughs> I, did them. I did them last year, and I did, you know, one uh, big order of them. Uh, and... And they all sold out everything that I ordered. I mean, it took, you know, it takes a while to get out there when you're trying to plug your own merchandise and stuff. And and people say, oh, that's awesome. I want one. But then nobody clicks the button, you know, to to, to buy it. And, and, but by the beginning of, because I did at some point last spring, I think it was when I, got them all on hand and put them out there to order and it was by the beginning of of 2018 that i had them all sold out so i mean it took a little while but they went out they got sold people are out there enjoying them i still see people posting pictures with their drinks in the koozie saying oh it's keeping my drink cool so i'm like that's awesome i appreciate it well that's the thing too right like with with what you do and obviously kind of this uh the culture that kind of surrounds bumwinebob.com and kind of your whole community. 
it's just it just seems like such a no brainer thing. But then like it it really does serve a very logical purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like okay, you know, brown bag, cheap booze. They're they go together, and then you say, oh well, if I can have a brown bag insulated koozie. That's that's even better, you know. <laughs> I can I can conceal my beverage if I'm out there, you know, wandering around, and it will keep it cool at the same time. And you know, I just slap a a logo on there too, and <laughs> and for promotion, and hopefully people see it and say, what what are you drinking there? And that's a brown bag koozie, and that says bumming with Bobcat on there, bumwinebob.com. Oh, I got to go check that out. You know, you got to hit the streets. And get the uh, the people out there, you know. Not that we want to, you know, call attention to, you know, the bums out there. But hey, if they want to <laughs> purchase a, a koozie to keep their uh, their liquor nice and cool, uh, hit me up. <laughs> you're happy. You're happy for the promotion. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, and also I got to say, uh, just real quick, the logo for for Bumline Bob is like that was something that for me. Being such a huge wrestling fan, the second I saw it, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm immediately in. Like, I need to see what this is all about." <laughs> yeah, and and people have always said, "Oh man, I love the logo." Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a wrestling fan too, and you know, anybody who grew up, you know, an NWO fan, I had a guy, I had the idea of you know the BWB in kind of the NWO uh, logo. And I had a, a design guy <clears throat> that I I knew through Twitter, uh, you know, do it up for me. He did it pretty much exactly like the old school NWO logo, and we threw it out there. And and people have said, "Oh man, that's awesome! I love the the logo." I mean, uh, I still haven't gotten a uh, a cease and desist yet from. Uh, WWE, so uh, either they don't care or <laughs> or they don't even know about it. Let's let's just hope that they're going to be cool about it. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like it's not the exact same thing. I mean, yeah. I know, well, it's a parody, you know, right? yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's like the not, BWO. Exactly. I mean, it's not. You know, I mean, we know the his. You know, we're not throwing up the uh, the too sweet uh, sign. You know, getting. Uh, a cease and desist for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here currently wearing a Bullet Club shirt, so I mean, uh, yeah, I was gonna. I, might, that's I why might get that. That's why I had to I had to bring it up and say, oh, for I mean, sure, you know, <laughs> you know, definitely about the, uh, but, yeah, the but whole they cease but and they desist. seem to have become a little more uh, lenient uh, recently with yeah, which I think that's that a good stuff. Thing. Yeah, I mean, you you have to. I mean, unless it's really you know destroying your company. In some way, I mean, does it really matter if, you know, somebody's, you know, throwing up, a, you know, a too sweet sign or putting it on a T-shirt? I mean, it gets silly at, at some point. Yeah, when you're sending cease and desist letters to people who, in a way, just they can't touch your company financially. Right. What do you care? You know, <clears throat> but yeah. that's that's a whole other conversation because yeah. <laughs> I want to actually... Um, and I, I feel like you and I could just kind of sit here and bullshit all night. And as much as I would enjoy that, I'm still curious with the whole like Bumble and Bob thing. Did you start off strictly like doing a blog or were you just kind of on social media? Like kind of how did you start into that? I kind of know the idea of why you started, but what exactly did you start with? 
Were you always wanting to do a podcast as well, or it? What it started with, it started with a idea of like a late night talk show, and I don't remember who it was. It might have been one of my friends who, who, a couple of my friends started calling me Bobcat, and then at the time, you know, I was drinking more, you know, bum wine. And somehow we came up with the idea of, uh, you know, you, if you had a talk show called Bumming with Bobcat, like a, like a David Letterman or a, or a Jay Leno show at the time. And I was like, man, that's a really cool, you know, idea. And at the time, I would kind of just, you know, put my drinks out and post them on, on Twitter and you know, people would see it and say, "Oh yeah, whatever." Nobody, <laughs> nobody was really paying attention. Oh, who's this guy drinking? You know. Yeah, uh, at, at that time, water. anybody who was following me on Twitter at at that time, I probably had you know maybe a couple hundred followers, and you know, I was pretty much tweeting, you know, pictures of you know beer and drinking and and tweeting during uh, Yankees games. That was my. Uh, <laughs> and, that was and, how you uh, made your mark. Yeah, and, and maybe a few wrestling things. Uh, here and there and then I said you know what I can't really dive into doing a a radio show quote-unquote at the time and this was in 2014 and you know while podcasting was you know definitely around it wasn't quite as big as it is today oh for sure so I said you know let me you know kind of do a blog and see see how it how it works. So I created the the blog and the website and started doing, you know, oh, here's, you know, Bumwine, here's Night Train or Thunderbird or whatever I was drinking on for, for this week. And then I actually got talking to a couple guys who had their, their own uh, radio show. And, and the one guy, Cactus Matt, was like, hey, man, I, I see your site. I see you, you like bum wine. Why don't you come on uh, our show and, and talk about it? So I went on the show. We were chatting about bum wine. He's like, oh, you should do like a bum wine of the week. And every week on Friday, you come on our our radio show. We do it live and, and we'll talk about it. So that was kind of like the beginning of saying, oh, you know, this is the world of, you know, radio and podcasting. And this is what. The, the next wave is with everything. So I was doing that for a little while, started doing, you know, my features every week. And then about a year or so later, I said, you know what? It's been out there for a while. You kind of get your own following and then decide, you know, what? let's let's do a show every week. You know, I'll talk about whatever drink I'm uh, having this week with other random nonsense <laughs> uh, as well. And then eventually, you know, get guests on to talk about, you know, their favorite cheap booze. And that was in early 2015. I started doing the the podcast and, and here we are and just been moving along since then. Awesome. Well, that's cool because I, I was curious because it seemed like you – didn't start the podcast until you already had a following, which is as someone who started off this particular podcast with absolutely zero following. Um, <laughs> it's uh, <coughs> excuse me. It's definitely something that 
it's, it's a very tricky thing to do. So the fact that you kind of had that radio experience as well, which is really cool to me because I'm, I'm, I've always wanted to be on the radio and that's one reason why I do do podcasting. But, um, it's interesting because the podcast world in the last, even since I started, you know, the last two years, it has evolved so much. Oh yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even, like I said, even when, when I started doing the website, this was in 2014 and it was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I knew about podcasts and stuff. And, and when I started doing my show, I was, I mean, I still host my feed on, on blog talk radio, but I was doing the show through their site and they kind of run it as like a radio call-in show where, okay, you have a call-in number, you do it live and it, it streams out to everybody and people can call in, they can do whatever. So it was kind of at that point, like, okay, it's, it's like a radio show and then kind of morphed into a more of a podcast from there. And it, and it was really just because it was like, if I'm just, you know, one guy, you know, chatting about, you know, cheap booze, I mean, are people, you're like, are people really going to listen? And I tried to kind of just get that, I mean, somewhat of a following beforehand, not saying that I have a, you know, massive following of uh, <laughs> people or anything like that, even at this point. But, you know, people, you know, they, they listen, they they comment on stuff, they, they like it, they they give their opinions. So, so it's cool to see people, you know, like yourself say, oh, you're featuring this beer, let me give it a try. Something they haven't maybe had before, then I give it a shot and they're like, man, this is pretty good. Well, and I think it's funny on that note too, is the next one that I think I'm going to try is a beer that isn't super popular here in Canada, but it is around. Is uh, is actually Pat's? Okay, is my, uh, is my next one because it's some people might laugh hearing that because I know that uh, a few guys in the states that I've talked with multiple times before they're like, dude, like that's like a beer that like I like people drink around here on the regular, like it's not like a really like it's a very normal beer around here, and I'm like, uh, like I might see it once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, like, it's a different, it's a different area. I mean, I don't know. For sure. You know, I mean, I know you have yes, a lot of the same beers that we have down here but i mean it's it's different i mean it's not i don't want to say it's a whole different world once you cross that border but <laughs> it is in a lot of but, ways but though. it is but it is different so and even in some places they even while you might have the you know the same beer the same package it might be brewed someplace different and might even taste totally different than what we have here so uh, you never know well, that's it too, right? It's like the fact that with – because there is so much of a difference. Like there's things that you've recommended in the past that I'm like, man, I really want to try that. But unfortunately, I can't get it. Right, uh, yeah. You can't you find know, it. Can't or, it yeah, yeah, if you can't get your hands on it. And even with stuff that I want to try too that it is available in you know, certain regions of the United States, I don't have it by me. And people are like, oh, man, this is great. You got to give it a try. And I'm like – Dude, I'm trying to. I just can't I'm find trying, it anywhere. But I can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, luckily with me, even just like with the Coors Banquet, like I was able to just literally walk into my local uh, liquor store and beer store and buy it. So, like that was easy. But some, even like the bum wines you recommended, because I've never really 
I don't think I've ever drank an official quote unquote bum wine before. Um, I'm not a big wine drinker, but uh, I would love to try. Like they really sit down one day <laughs> and Give actually it a shot. like say, okay, let's find one that you recommend to me. That's one of your favorites that I can actually get here. Um, cause I'm sure there's gotta be, I'm sure there's gotta be a few that I can probably find. Yeah. Um, you just have to do some, uh, searching and even that's digging, the same yeah. thing here too. Like I can go into a liquor store in one spot and okay, they have a couple, but then you go to 10 other ones. There's nothing there. And like I always say here, I'm like, you have to go to a, uh, one of the, uh, kind of like the ghetto, uh, liquor stores to find most of the bum wines there. So I don't know <laughs> where you are, if you have any areas like that, but yeah, I, I, unfortunately, in, uh, at least where I'm from in Canada, we, we don't really have, <laughs> it's all like a lot of the, the small liquor stores and that are pretty much all closed up now. It's a lot of like, we have a chain here and it's uh, like LCBO and it's like the big chain store. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And that's pretty much for the most part, what we have. Um, but I mean, there's, they've got stuff like that. I was looking at some fortified wines while I was there earlier, just kind of looking around, but it was all like the fancy, you know? Yeah. And, stuff. and so that, that's like, eh, like the, a lot yeah. of the, the big liquor stores, usually you won't find any of the, the cheaper, uh, bum wines there. And you have to go to like the the mom and pop uh, liquor stores to kind of find those. But even in that case, you can't even find them in some spots. So it's it's hit and miss a lot. But but I always have a good time, you know, doing some searching and going into random liquor stores and and even in some questionable areas to <laughs> to try, try to find to, what you're yeah for. try to find something new because and and people might make fun of it and say really you're doing this but it's always that kind of uh, a rush you get when you go in and you find something new that you haven't had before and it's like oh man they have this here this is awesome all right let me you know grab a grab me, a handful yeah. let me get several <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm gonna grab a handful you know walk over to the register and and pay for it and people will you know, like my friends would be like really you're you're getting this and i'm like Dude, I've never seen this before. I've wanted to try this. I need to to do it. Who knows if I'll see it again? <laughs> well, that's it. Like with um, like I I mean, as I just said, I would really love to one day. And I actually I want to say this right now officially here on the podcast because I would like to. And I spoke with my my co-host of uh, Mike's and Beers, Mr. Ryan Boyd, the heel. Um, we would like to cordially, and I hope this, this isn't going to take a year to set up, by the way, I'm just saying that right now, because we're going to make it happen way sooner. We'd like to cordially invite you um, onto the Mics and Beers podcast, because I think it'd be a lot of fun, because it is a very different animal than what I do here on the Harder Show, but I think it'd be really cool if we can set it up, we can get a couple recommendations from you from some genuine bum wine and then, you know, we uh, we try them uh, live on the podcast. I think that would be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and hey, if it involves uh, drinking anything, for the most part, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, game, I'm game for it. So you yeah. don't need to tell me twice. I'm like, I have a whole uh, bar full of random uh, bum wines down here. So <laughs> <laughs> you always got something kicking around. Eh? Oh, yeah. I have, I have a, a ton of stuff, you know. Some bottles, you know, half half open bottles, you know, some that drank some, some only drank a couple sips, or or just some in the reserves to to just be prepared for for any situation. 
anything that comes your way. See, that's always my problem, man. It's like I I used to always have a supply on it because I've been a beer drinker my whole life. Like I've never really been, aside from a rum and coke once in a while or a, a whiskey and coke or a Sambuca or something, like I've always been a beer guy. I'm just not uh, into wine or any liquor. Um, so I used to always keep a reserve on hand of at least a six pack. And uh, the last probably say four years, I haven't been doing that. And I'm really, uh, I'm really missing it because it's like sometimes you just want to come home and have a drink, you know, it's just like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm kind of the, the same way and I'm 90, 95% of the time I'm a, a beer drinker for the most part. And then the other 5% is probably uh, bum wines, <laughs> uh, usually. But um, I've never been into, you know, hard liquor and hard alcohol and stuff like that. And and I, I was discussing with, I forget who it was I think I had on my show a few weeks back. And, and we were saying, oh, you know, you got to, you know, expand and maybe try to do some, you know, like, cheap liquors and stuff like that so that's kind of on my list to expand to and maybe take things down another another road and give it a try but yeah i've i've never been a you know a hard alcohol uh, person maybe some mixed drinks here and there but i've never had a taste for you know you know whiskey and stuff like that what I mean, in, in my experience, is those are what get you into trouble anyway. So yeah. it's best to just stay clear of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, and 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 they're usually. I mean, depending on the quality you're getting, they're going to be yeah. a lot more expensive. <laughs> Way more money. Way more money. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm good with uh, with my beers, and I I know what I'm getting. I know my limits. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just to say that. <laughs> yeah, you know, most of the time I do, but, you know, every now and then, yeah. Hey, hey, shit happens. <laughs> of course. Every now and then you got to let loose. And I'm, I'm actually curious um, if you have any kind of kind of fun uh, drinking stories that you could share with us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, I I know I have many many stories. You know, I try I tried to fight a desk one time uh, in college uh, after a <laughs> night of uh, of drinking. Uh, I think it was right before we had gone out. Now this was uh, one of the local bars near where I went to college. Had uh, they had it was wing night, and also it was like five dollar pitchers of beer and it was like the week before we were graduating so we all went out there and they ran out of pitchers of beer on uh on wing night i'm like really how do how do you do this that's a problem yeah or is even uh or there was certain beers, I think, that they were running. Because I think at the time, you know, it was either like, you know, Miller Lite or, or Bud Light or Coors Light were like the, like, you know, the college beers that you'd be drinking. And I remember I was like, all right, you know, at the time I was drinking just regular Budweiser. 
a lot. So I was like, I'll, I'll just take, uh, you know, just a bud. And then uh, my roommate, one of my roommates comes over and he has, a, he's like, oh, I got, I finally got a picture. He's like, I got a picture of, of Stella. And he pours it into the half drank Budweiser oh, bottle. No. <laughs> oh, how was that? That I have. And I, uh, it wasn't very good. I did. Uh, I did proceed to to drink it though because I'm not going to let, you know, I'm not going to waste any alcohol. Of course not. But uh, it would not be something that I would combine or drink together in the future. Oh, God, because Stella's very like. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it's very. Um, I'm I'm no good at explaining. Yeah, beers, it's, it's, it's 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 pretty much it's a lot different than just a regular yeah. Budweiser. That that's yeah, whereas Budweiser is kind of your standard, like yeah, you know, yeah, it's like they're two beer. totally different. It's not like you're mixing, you know, a Miller Light and a Bud Light or something like that. Yeah, it's like, like that might kind of you're like okay, maybe you can make do with it, but I'm just sitting there with the bottle in my hand, and he comes with the the pitcher, and he you know, and he pours it in. And I'm like, you know, really, dude, I'm not even done with with my beer. But so, you know, I take a sip and I'm like, oh, man. But then I'm like, you know what? I've already had uh, quite a few at this point. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Just <laughs> just, just drink the... Let's just chug it back. Yeah, drink the rest of it. So we ended up, you know, I might have had a, a few more... I, I, no, no more combo beers after that. But uh, we finished that up and we were on our way back to to the campus and we stopped at the uh 7-Eleven on the way to pick up a couple more beers so I think I picked up it might have been a tall boy I think of like Coors Light or something like that at the time and we were sitting in in the back of the car you know brown bagging it <laughs> of course well, yeah well one of our friends was was driving so yeah, kids don't don't do this don't try this at home uh we do not promote anything like this <laughs> no no for sure for but sure. uh we're sitting there because the guy who's driving was the was the dd so at least we did that correctly. Uh, yes, you never drink and drive, but yeah. uh, I mean, sometimes you if, you're in, the back seat, if you're in the backseat, yeah. yeah, yeah. As long I, as I, hey, hey, like that's like from where I'm from. Like I'm from a fairly small town, and I mean, that's just a way of life out here. Sometimes you know, there's yeah. been many a times where I'd pick up a buddy, or he'd pick me up, and you know, we'd have a we'd have a road beer or two. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah. And it was it one of the things. That, it and it's one of those things where I think like the guy who was the DD that night was. I think only because the night before he drank too much uh, and was hung over the next day <laughs> and didn't want to drink. Automatically your DD. Exactly. Yeah, automatically and, your DD. Right. And he's like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to drink tonight. I don't care. I'll, I'll drive you guys. So it's like, all right, that's a win for us. <laughs> so we're sitting in the back drinking our, our beers. And then we finally got back to, to our uh, apartment at the time. And and I was sitting there leaning up against the one of these desks that was sitting against the against the wall, and somehow the desk kind of like moved on me, and I fell and I fell down, and <laughs> it kind of got back up in like the the fighting stance, and was like 
all right, let, let's go. Square up desk. Yeah, pretty much. And everybody's just kind of looking at me like, the hell are you doing? Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. Is it? No, man, he started it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right, I think it's like, I think you've had enough. And it's like, yeah, maybe you're right at this point. <laughs> it's it's when you say to your friends, you know what? I think you're right. That's when you know you've, uh, you've yeah, you've hit that time to hang it up. Yeah, you're like, I think I've hit the limit at this point. So, so all right, good night, guys. Uh, good night. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I don't think I threw up. So if you don't throw up, that's always a win. You're good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm of the mindset that. Uh, if I throw up, I went like I, I went too hard, and I just the next time I just back off ever so slightly because I I'm I, I hate being hungover, especially now in my life because like I have if I'm out for a night of drinking nine and a half times out of ten the next day I have stuff going on. So oh like, yeah, I'm like yeah, I can't afford to be. Oh God, hang on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, it's gonna happen. But oh yeah, yeah. It's been it's been probably a couple of years since I've had an actual hangover or been so drunk that I was you know incapacitated. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I just uh, I just made that call a few years ago. I was like, you know what? I'm just uh, I'm good. Like yeah, I'm gonna. It, I drink tough. enough to get. Yeah, I drink enough to get like to the point where like I'm I'm having tons of fun. And I'm I'm way looser, and I'm yeah. Like, you get that ah, you get time, that good you know? buzz. You get the good yeah. buzz going, and you're not over that that limit. And that's where I try to, you know, sit around too. But then next thing you know, sometimes depending yeah. on who you're with, and you know, I have a lot of friends too that are, you know, big drinkers and the uh, enablers, I guess you could say. Where <laughs> it's like, no man, come on, grab another beer. Come on, we're just hanging yeah. out, having a good yeah. time. And then next thing you know another beer and another beer and you just kind of keep going from there and it's like then the room starts spinning and yeah. you know at that point you're like oh shit i've gone too far there's just no turning <laughs> back now <laughs> now i just gotta keep going because it's like you can't. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah and and you're like oh oh man this is this is tough and then i had uh, that's a situation like that uh, a few years back Right after I had started doing my podcast, and at the time I was doing it uh, Sunday mornings at 11 a.m., I would do a live show. And the night before, I was at a friend's party drinking. You know, I woke up the next day totally hungover. But I was like, all right, I have this show scheduled for, you know, 11 in the morning. And I had a guest coming on. And I'm like, all right, I don't really want to cancel now. So I'm like, you know what, I'm hungover. I'm like, well, let me try the old, you know, hair of the dog. Let me crack open a beer. Yeah, of course. See if that <laughs> if that solves the problem. And it's probably like, it was like 10.55. And I take a couple sips. And at that point, my body was just like, Nope, you're not. Nope. You're not having this. <laughs> so I go run upstairs. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm throwing up. And how I was doing it, it was going through my phone at the time. So I had like my my earbuds in, so I could kind of hear my intro music playing in the background as I am throwing up <laughs> oh, no. in the toilet. And then, you know, luckily it was fairly quick, and I go back downstairs, you know, start going with everything and 
just kind of powered through it for the half hour or so. And then the rest of that day, I just laid on the couch, slept, drank some water, take some Advil, and, you know, just praying to God that it would be over soon. <laughs> I think that was one of those, like, three-day hangovers where, oh, no. you know, that was on a Sunday, went to work on on Monday, complained about it. Maybe by Wednesday night, I think I was feeling better better then. But it was like, you know what? Friday night, it's time to drink again. Let's go. Let's, let's go do it. <laughs> let's make it happen. Exactly. You got to... You gotta, you fall off the bike. You gotta get right back on again. I right, guess. Let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some T-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man, Mr. Jason Reese, over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of the Harder Show. When you mention the Harder Show, upon contacting him, but what exactly does he do? Well, Jason does T-shirts, posters, album design, tickets. Photo manipulation, you guys still with me? Advertising, business stationery, mailers, brochures, fine art, <gasps> and anything else you can imagine, Jaybird Digital Arts can create it. Jason has done all of the t shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both the Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services. So I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J A Y B I R D, Digital Arts. Dot com. Or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. Search hashtag Jaybird Digital Arts for a look at all of his awesome and unique work. As far as, um, you just kind of made an interesting point there, as far as a, uh, a hangover cure, quote unquote, because I've had this conversation a few times because I'm someone who, you know, I do the, uh, myself personally, I always make sure I get something greasy in me and I have Gatorade and you know, a couple Advils, and I'm usually good to go. Do you kind of have a, like a secret that you do that kind of gets you back in the game, or are you just uh, nope? I'm out for uh, you know the day or so. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll try the, the the Gatorade. You know, try and if I can remember to, I try to drink like a bottle of water before bed and take a couple Advil and hope that that you know fights it off. <laughs> just pray. And, like, yeah, Come on. and then in the morning. You know, Gatorade, some more Advil, and depending on how bad I'm feeling, yeah, trying to eat something. But if it's one of those major hangovers, sometimes it's tough to to even eat at that point. Yeah, you just look at food and you're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I tried a couple over the years of like those anti-hangover pills and stuff like that that I, I'd bought online, and None of them really worked out because they're like, oh, no. you know, here, buy these pills. You know, take the two white pills before you go to bed, then take the black pill in the morning, and you should feel a lot better. And it's like, I, f- I feel the same way. I mean, <laughs> I just spent $15 on these pills, and it did nothing. Um, just sugar pills or whatever. I guess yeah. It's a, it's a placebo effect, I Pretty guess, much, right? Like it's, yeah. It's kind of like, like non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. in a way. Like some people, you know, I've heard, I've heard tell of a few guys who used to be like big drinkers and not like in the music scene or whatever. And now all they drink is like Odules and Becks. And they're like, it does the trick, you know? Like I'll drink a few non-alcoholic becks or whatever and like i'll feel like oh i'm hammered man and like in reality (laughs) i guess it's kind of in a way it's kind of the same thing um 
But so, so those pills do not get the official Bumline Bob Seal approval. No, I, I forget which ones I had. I, I know there's a ton of um out there. I don't know. I was like doing research and trying to find like reviews on saying people saying, oh, you know, the, yeah, these pills really worked and this and that. And I think I bought some just to give it a try. And uh, yeah, it didn't really uh, do its trick. But hey, yeah. if anybody out there is l- listening would like to send some my way to give a try. Uh, feel free, and I'll give you an official review. So anybody out there uh, listening who might be in the uh, anti-hangover pill group, <laughs> hit him up. <laughs> that, yeah, that's listening to this this podcast. You know, uh, let me know. I'll, I'm more than happy to you know try some things out. Well, I think that would be um, just. I, I'm always someone who I always, for some reason, have a really. It, it comes and goes, but I have a really interesting mind for merch and stuff and, uh, and products and things of that nature. And I think personally that uh, if if you go up on the website, bumwinebob.com, and uh, you're selling some kind of the Bumwine Bob magical hangover cure, I'm buying it, you know? Yeah, see, it would be, it would be the perfect fit out there. So anybody who wants to, uh, I mean, to go along with the, uh, the Bum Wine Bob uh, condoms that we've been trying to get into uh, yeah, so production. You, that, I, I know you've been talking about it, so that still isn't, hasn't quite come to fruition yet. No, no, it was, uh, it was mainly an April Fool's joke uh, oh, okay. at the, the couple years back. But um, <clears throat> on uh, where I do my show... Uh, on sfdradio.com, they kind of they're like a kind of a sex talk, adult entertainment type show, and so they talk to people in the you know the industry and people that have connections to you know I don't know people who make condoms I guess. So uh, Nathan, who I work with on their network, said he would try to. You know, reach out and see if we could make it a reality. That would be so. Would be really so, funny. so, so, so. Uh, fingers crossed on on that. <laughs> that would be. Hey, that would be interesting for sure. Yeah, would, yeah. yeah. It'd be it'd be different. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's funny because you just mentioned working with. Um, is he your producer, Nathan? Is he the? Because I know I've I've heard him a few times on the show before when I uh, have listened to your live shows. Is that who you're referring to? Yes, yes. When I do awesome. the show live, now we don't. He he's a very busy man. He does a lot of different things. So if I can do my show live, Nathan produces it on uh, on sfdradio.com uh, Monday nights at 10 p.m. That's our scheduled time slot to do a live show. Does that always happen? No. <laughs> of course, no shit happens. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yes, uh, when I stop doing it. Uh, myself on the blog talk radio we're doing the the quote-unquote radio show uh, nathan brought me on to to their network and that's where we've been doing it for probably the last year and a half or so at this point so so yeah you know we'll we'll hold out and see if we can get those uh condoms out there <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool well speaking on the point of um kind of working with people you work with quite a few different people um with the blog and that you mind maybe going into that for just a little yeah, bit yeah yeah go for it as far as um like i know that there's people who they submit different drinks and i'm i haven't been on the site yet this week um but uh i know 
I was just on there and I, I had usually when I do my like quote unquote interviews, I have like a little <laughs> I have a little list in front of me. And I was like, you know, I'm talking to bum wine. We'll just kind of uh we'll just yeah, kind just of let BS. it go. Yeah, just um, let it go. But uh with that, like I know that you have people that are kind of like guest bloggers where they talk about different drinks and things of that nature. Was that something that when you started up you really wanted to kind of have a part of your website? Yeah, I wanted to get different views from different people and saying, okay, you know, what do you like to drink? You know, why don't you come on, do a review, you know, tell the people what are you drinking on uh, this week? I mean, over the years, I've had a lot of, you know, one-off, you know, people that say, oh, cool, man, I want to do a post and they do one and then they kind of vanish forever. And that's the same thing in the of course, yeah. in the podcast world. I, I've probably talked to many people that, you know, started a podcast and then next thing you know, they're gone. <laughs> you never hear from them again. And oh, for, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and same thing with people who say, Oh yeah, I want to do like a weekly, you know, blog on your site and and do a drink review. And they'll do maybe one or two and then next thing you know, you ask them, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get it to you. And then next thing, you never hear from them again. But yeah. I do have, uh, I mean, the number one guy on my site other than me is is Captain Crude, who does a post yes, every the week. Crude experience, the Crude right? Experience, yes. Yeah. We just put one up. And, and he covers everything from drinking to music, movies, really just life in general. He'll cover every single topic uh under the sun and, and and that's what i tell people i'd say if you want to write on the site you can write about anything you want it doesn't have to be just you know bum wine or beer just you have something to say you want to get out there just use it as your your forum to to get your voice heard and so crew's been doing a post every single week for the past three three years or so now so i mean that's that's, awesome. that's dedication i mean <laughs> that's I a mean, tricky it, thing to do yeah and and the stuff he comes up with all different stories i mean for me i mean every every week i try to you know put out a a feature of the week if it's a beer a bum wine a malt liquor some sort of beverage but for him it's he's covering all different things so and i, and I told him and we've hung out a whole bunch of times uh, as well, he doesn't live that far from me, and you know he always has these ideas and throws them out there. And I'm like, I say, dude, whatever you want to do, throw it out there. The people like it, you know. Just keep doing uh, what you're doing. So, so Crude's always been one that's been with us for a while doing. His I know thing. that I yeah. He's uh, he's always someone who anytime I've come on to. Uh to check it out because I, I like to check in once in a while. It's like, hey, like, what's going on? You know, what's what's the feature of the week or whatever? Um, I usually I usually stick to the beers if I'm being honest, just because that's just me personally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I like to check out um, different columns and that. And I know that uh, Cult of Mood does some stuff as well yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, the guys um, from see that. Yeah, the guys from Cult Mood they have their whole YouTube channel. Uh, I know they have a huge following. Uh, they do, you know, beer reviews. They do like food stuff. They do food challenges and all these different food concoctions that I couldn't even think of. You know, it's a really eating. cool show. Yeah, and 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 they're they're great guys. I reached out to them 
maybe a year or two ago when I said, hey, you guys want to, you know, come on the podcast at some point, you know, work together, you know, and I said they every just about every week they do a a bro a bro beer review which is bro essentially <laughs> yeah it's essentially like what they do as like a college beer and like they've done the natty rushes they've done like a milwaukee's best and, it, and it's like the cheap beers that we normally do uh here and i reached out and i said hey do you guys mind you know if you do your post i said i'll just kind of you know simulcast it and post it up on my website and they're like yeah definitely man that's cool man do what you want and we're still working on schedule wise with them to get them on uh my podcast so so don't feel bad it's not just you that we've been trying to (laughs) yeah make it happen happen for a while yeah schedule wise they're like oh yeah we'll we'll try to get together we'll try to do it this and that so one of these days but but yeah, so it's really in then other people we do here and there, people will pop in and say, Oh yeah, let's do a review about, you know, something they're drinking on this week. And I'm like, Hey, whatever you want, feel free. So anybody out there who's listening to likes to 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 drink or just complain about life, uh, you know, feel free to <laughs> to use bumwinebomb.com as your uh your podium to to tell the world. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, like, even just if you go on and look, um, you have, like, your little guest bloggers spot. And, I mean, there's tons of stuff on here, you know. When you go on and there's there's a sports section where you have, like, your, you know, your NFL pick and some wrestling and baseball. Um, there's tons of stuff on here. Like, it's something that I was a surprise to me when I did come on the website for the first time. And I was like, okay, like, he'll have some drinking recommendations or whatever, but... And I was just like, oh, shit, like he's got like this little bit of everything on here. It's really <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, like, it was trying to kind of get it as kind of like a variety site and not trying to be like, you know, Barstool or something like that. But kind of in the same area of things where you could kind of throw out, you know, drinking stuff and and stories and, and stuff like that. Uh because friends of mine were like, oh, yeah, you know, well, you know, Barstool, you should do stuff like them and post, you know, funny videos and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want to go that far and just post random, you know, nonsense that anybody yeah. can find on the Internet. I try to keep everything to, you know, genuine reviews or stories that people are telling, not just picking up something, you know, on YouTube saying, oh, here's a funny video for for Tuesday. It's like anybody can do that. Just exactly. trying to to keep it, you know, a little bit different. Try to keep it somewhat interesting, and just uh, go from there and see see what happens. Well, that's something too that I actually was just um, I thought was just really just from interacting with you for the first time and that, and it's something that I right away just in this past over two years that I've been in the podcast game, there's been unfortunately a lot of just really disingenuine interactions with people, you know, like as I always try to, if someone retweets me or whatever, like I always try to go out of my way to be like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And so it's, it's really refreshing. Um, you're one of the guys that the second we kind of linked up, it was like this really real and genuine, um, 
support from you in that. And it's something that I appreciate the hell out of it for, man. And you can really tell with what you do that it's all very genuine. And it's something that, you know, you are doing because you love it. And I think as a, as a creator, that's something that's very important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, hey, I appreciate the I appreciate the love <laughs> uh, with that. But yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm always out there trying to, you know, you know, work with people, and you know, like you said, you know, work together, help, you know, promote things, and and it's really what it comes down to is you need to just kind of have people you can work with, bounce ideas off of. And, you know, like you said, you, you know, you retweet something, I retweet something. I mean, you never know who's going to come across it and say, Absolutely. oh, man, what's what's this? Let me check it out. Then the next thing you know, you have a new fan. Mm-hmm. So, you well, know, I mean, for, for the people out there that are like, oh, no, man, I'm just focusing on my own thing and this and that. And it's like, all right, dude, if that's what you want that's fine more power to you but i'd rather you know interact with people and work with them and try to just well let's just make the world a better place you know <laughs> oh for sure and it's it's something that um you know the the people that are so focused on themselves and you know i'll never forget man the first time that i contacted someone that i i had no idea who they were like i didn't know them I contacted them to be on my podcast and they were a much bigger podcast than me and they had a decent following. And, you know, I said, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? I'm fairly new. I was maybe like 30, 40 episodes in. Um, and, uh, and their response to me was, yeah, if you pay me and I was <laughs> whoa, like, holy crap. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. It's just like, okay, man, like, listen, like, I get it if someone who has got a much bigger following than me, like I, I respect that in a way, but it's like, come on, man. Like it's just uh we're all in this together, you know. Yeah, we're all trying yeah. to it all depends entertain. on who you're and you know, back on the uh, I guess I can I'll let it out here. I'll let the the story out here for for you here, which I don't think I said on my show and and it was earlier this year I was talking with one of the the podcasts that is part of uh, Barstool Sports and and they were like oh man you should uh we'd like to work together with you on something so I'm like oh that's awesome you know Barstool you know they have you know millions of followers I can do something with them so I had a conference call with one of the guys uh in charge of the the podcast and the marketing and I didn't really expect much to come out of it but it was kind of like what you said they're like oh well if you want to advertise on you know so and so's show you know it'll be you know six grand I'm like wait what (laughs) I'm like uh really I'm like I certainly don't have six grand to you know, piss away yeah. on. Hey, hey let me just go check my spot. other pants real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like because they were like, "Oh yeah, let's let's chat, let's talk." So I'm like, you know, maybe there's a chance they want to, you know, do something together. And then it was like, once they brought out their portfolio of, "Oh, this is what we yeah. charge for this and that," and and it was just like, "All right, thanks, but uh, no thanks." 
Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, and I mean, I appreciate you sharing that, by the way. That's uh, that's really cool because I've had so many similar, not quite to that extent. I literally, man, just had one earlier today, actually. Um, it's not the same situation, but, a, hey, we want to help your podcast grow and everything. And I was like, oh, one of these guys. Okay, I'll, I'll entertain them, you know, because it was with the Mikes and Beers podcast. So, like, we don't have as big of a following and you can see that like we're fairly new. But what they don't know is that. I've kind of been around the block a couple yeah. <laughs> times, you know, so they hit me up and they're like, oh, dude, you know, like we want to offer you this great deal. We're going to we're going to get you on iTunes. We're going to get you in the top 40 in your genre. And I was like, OK, I'll I'll humor you. You know what I mean? Because my my co-host hit me up and he was like, dude, like what's going on with this? And I'm like, just just like just sit tight. Just wait. See what happens. But I said, you know what? I hadn't heard from these particular people. I'm not going to – they're just trying to make money. Like, I'm not going to sit here and bash on them or anything. I respect it, you know, but it, I was just kind of like, really? like, but, um, they, uh, So I said, okay, what exactly would you guys do? And they basically are just like, yeah, we'll do this for you. And I was like, no, but like how are you going to do it? And they kind of beat around the bush, and I'm like, so you're going to get a bunch of bots to listen to my podcast. Just be honest about it. You know, that's what you're going to do. Right, right. Which is – who wants that? That's not actually getting you anywhere. And I said, okay, so the million dollar question, how much is this going to cost me? And I, I figured maybe they'd be like, yeah, it's about a hundred bucks a month or something like that. You know, like no way in hell is anyone in my paying that, but I figured that's about what it would be. And these guys hit me back and they're like, yeah, it's $21 for a one day trial. <laughs> and then it's uh, it was like, it was like $374 for the month. Wow. And I just, it took everything in my being not to respond with like, oh, you're going to take me out to dinner first? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like really? Just... Are you, are you kidding me? Is this yeah, really it, what we're doing now? And yeah, it just made me, it just made me, uh, it, it took everything in my power not to respond, like just absolute brutally. But I was like, you know what? No, like I just said, thank you, but we're okay. You know, thank you for reaching out to us. Just trying to be professional, you know, but it's like, it just pisses me off because I know that there's new podcasters. That might fall into that. Yeah, like if they're like, yeah. "Oh my god, this company's going to help me!" Like, awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough because there's stuff like that when it's like, "Oh well, yeah, well you can pay this and we'll get you all these, you know, hits yeah. or listens and, and stuff like that." But I mean, it's not legitimate. And yeah, I mean the numbers look good, but it, like I said, it's not the real thing. Well, absolutely. Like, and I mean, I've I've been down the road with advertisers before with like, oh, well, what are your numbers? And I'm like, look, like, yeah, I don't have thousands of downloads on my podcast every week. But what I do have is a very loyal and right. interactive fan base. So it's like if you want to advertise a thousand people who aren't even going to listen to what I have to say, really, compared to the, you know, give or take 100 people that genuinely will tune in. And if I say, hey, guys, check this out they know they're getting a brutally honest opinion from me. They might check it out, as I'm sure you can relate to that as well with what you do. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. even, like, on my reporting and stuff, and it's like, oh, here's your, you know, your listens for, you know, the last 30 days, and then it's like, okay, this is the, you know, quote-unquote organic, you know, listens, and then these are the ones that, you know, possibly could be, you know, bots or whatever the hell is out there, and you're like... yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, what's legit, what's not legit, <laughs> and you don't know, really, yeah. I mean, uh, what's, don't get me what's wrong. the real stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I have one episode of my podcast, man, that uh, for whatever reason, the bots love it. And they just, it keeps getting listens and it gets like regular listens daily. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it's just, and at first I was like, oh, this episode's blowing up. What the hell? It was like episode like 19 of yeah. my show. You know, I'm, I'm over episodes like 170 now. So I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I realized like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I started seeing a pattern as to where it was jumping back and forth in views. And I was like, ah, it's bots. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but, great. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, that episode has, it's gotten like 100 downloads this year, like organically, and it, it's like two years old. Like, yeah, no see? one is going back that far. And I'm like, what the hell? I'll take it, you know? <laughs> yeah, fine. I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, yeah, there's something to be said about it, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> for sure. but just kind of getting ready to wrap it up here. I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a ton of fun chatting with you, kind of learning a little bit more about you and just uh, kind of getting to know you a little bit better as a person, too. It's been... Uh, it's been a blast. Um, I'm just wondering if you have any kind of general tips for anyone who's looking to get into the um, kind of the blogging website world, kind of the central hub of what you do and also with podcasting. You know, I guess I would just say, you know, just if you have an idea, just go with it and, and give it a shot. I mean, even if it's something as stupid or people will say, why are you doing this about bum wine? You know, and, and cheap beer and, and stuff like that. You know, just, just give it a shot. Put it out there. If people like it, they'll, they'll find you. They'll, they'll follow you. They'll, they'll go from there. And, you know, just reach out to people and find people that have similar interests as you. If it's on Twitter, Facebook, whatever social media. And just, you know, try to reach out and, and work with people. And that's pretty much the way to... Just kind of spread the word and, and make it happen. For sure. Well, I definitely think that is uh, some great advice, guys, from someone who has done it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where r- the fact that right now we're sitting here doing this podcast and now um, I, I hopefully we are able to jump into doing your podcast, which I'm, I'm super excited about if we're able to make that happen tonight. Um, it's, it's living proof that that does work. You know, reaching out to people and that, even if it takes yeah. well over yeah, a year like I said, to make Yeah, I was going to say, it might take some time. <laughs> yeah. Just be patient. And the same thing, too. Don't give up, you know, after, you know, you do five episodes or five posts and, you know, you get five hits or, you know, 20 listens. You know, just keep going and eventually people will people will find it and people will enjoy it. Absolutely. And it's, it's like, I mean, a lot of my, <clears throat> excuse me a lot of my personal journey, it's been a lot of, you know, especially the first hundred episodes, there were a lot of ups and downs and peaks and valleys and major accomplishments and then disappointments. Like it's going to happen. You're yeah, going to definitely go yeah. all over the place. Yeah. You know, as I'm yeah. sure you've had, yeah, you'll come up there. Share. You'll see, Oh great. I have all these listens. And the next week there's like nothing. And then the next yeah. week, a couple weeks later, it's back up again. And is it those crazy bots out there? Who knows? <laughs> but hey, if, if people follow you and people give you any sort of feedback, you know, then you're doing something right. Absolutely, for sure. Well, Bob, man, thank you very much. We're going to have a, uh, a bit of a virtual cheers here. Yes, yes. I got mine up here too, my banquet beer. <laughs> virtual cheers, man. Thank you so very much for coming on. It's been a blast. I definitely would like to have you on the show again just to kind of uh, – BS around a bit more. I feel Definitely. like we could easily keep talking and hopefully uh, that Mike's and Beers invitation will be accepted <laughs> and we can make that happen as well. Definitely, man. We'll, we'll make it work. 
Perfect. All right, Bob. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers. All right, folks. There you have it. Another edition of the Hotter Show Rewind. My conversation with Bumwine Bob from over four years ago, episode 170. Holy shit. That was a long time ago. It's really just hitting me four years. Look at how much has happened in four years. It's absolutely amazing. I hope that you guys enjoyed that look back here at the history of the Hotter Show. These rewinds are fun for for that reason. For me, especially, just to go back and listen and see how far I've come as an interviewer, see how far I have come with my questions and how I ask things. And right around this time, I think I really started to find my groove as far as how I liked to speak with people and how I liked to carry on a conversation. So this was a lot of fun to go back with. Big shout out again to Bumwine Bob, bringing you the best and the worst of cheap booze. So check him out, bumwinebob.com. Show him some support because he is an awesome dude. And again, check out his podcast wherever you find your podcast, Bumming with Bobcat. It is a great show. And before we go, I, of course, need to take a second to give a humongous shout out to my Patreon supporters, my hotheads. I cannot thank my Patreon supporters enough for not only supporting this podcast, of course, but for also being wonderful people. And I have a new patron as well that I need to thank. But before I get to the new patron, the new person, I got to thank the OG Patreon a man who has been a Patreon supporter from day one, Mr. Scotty D. Scott, thank you so very much for all your support, brother. You know how much I appreciate you. I, of course, want to give a humongous shout out to the Grey Rooms podcast. Wonderful crew over there. I can't say enough wonderful things about the Grey Rooms. My favorite podcast out there, Horror Audio Drama. Check it out. It is a fantastic podcast. We, of course, have Ronan Kamori. Ronan, thank you so very much for all the support. You know how much I appreciate you, my guy. Of course, we have Wolf Delta Pi, another big supporter of the show. Thank you so very much for all of your support. Of course, we have Mr. Eric Phones. Thank you so much for all your support, Eric. You know how much I appreciate you. We have Mr. Arthur Unk. Arthur, thank you so very much for all of your support, brother. You know how much I appreciate you. I said I want everybody because I tell these people often how much I appreciate them. So these shout-outs are kind of just like me yelling into the, the universe, so to speak, because these people already know how much I appreciate them. But we have a brand new Patreon shout-out for me to give here today. Joining us as an associate-level hothead, my man, Mr. Mike Quintero of Mike's Mystery Mansion. Now, if you are regular listeners of my show, you probably recognize Mike's Mystery Mansion. I had Mike on not all that long ago. He is a really badass creator who does horror narration stuff and he actually did one of my stories from the dread files she won't stop screaming and he has been just killing it lately he's had some great success on youtube with the horror narration stuff his show continues to get better go check out mike's mystery mansion because it's one of my favorite podcasts and he is a really big supporter and honestly is very humbling for me to have him as a patron because i have so much respect for what he does And he has said a lot of kind words about me as a creator in the past as well. So, Mike, thank you so very much for being a patron, my dude. I hope that you are enjoying the Tate of Trepidation Horror Narration podcast. 
which you definitely helped inspire me to uh, to go down that road. So again, huge shout out to everybody, Scott, the Grey Rooms, Ronan, Wolf, Eric, Arthur, and Mike. Thank you guys so very much for supporting this podcast. If you would like a little shout like that at the end of every single episode of the show, check us out, patreon.com forward slash the hottest show. Join at at least the $1 tier a month and you will get a little shout out like that at the end of every single episode of the show, even a rewind episode of the show, because I assure you that if there is content from the harder show, you are going to get a shout out because that's just how I roll. Even if I get COVID and have to do a rewind episode, which I still have a lot of fun doing, doesn't matter. You're going to get a shout out. And you will also get exclusive content like the Tapes of Trepidation podcast, which is my horror narration podcast I'm having so much fun on. I am getting ready to launch the third episode of that coming up on July 5th. So that's very exciting. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. That show is only going to continue getting better. And I actually have the fourth episode all planned out too. And that one was a lot of fun. So check it out. And if you join right now, you can be a part of my goal for a hundred dollars a month and i am where am i at here now as i record this i'm i'm getting there man we are really really close we are at 73 dollars a month i think that's canadian i'm not sure let me double check that that is yeah about so yeah about about 70 dollars somewhere in that ballpark i think 70 dollars with my fees and everything taken out uh, from from Patreon and that there. But yeah, so we're not super far off from that. Uh, like about $30, give or take away. I'm hitting that $100 USD a month. So if you want to be a part of that, that would be awesome. But if not, just leave a rating, subscribe, share this episode with your friends if you enjoyed it. I really appreciate it and appreciate all of your support. And I will catch you for a regular edition of the show coming up this Thursday. Take it easy, guys.